to you and welcome back to another episode of Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone right here on TDN Radio. I hope that you're doing well. I hope that your week is off to a wonderful start. Uh, this is the place that we stop by each and every Tuesday from 5.30 Eastern Standard Time to simply get powered up for the week ahead. So we enjoy a great conversation. Uh, we listen to some great music and and we have a tip of the day, a tip of the week, just some information to help guide you as you work on those life in those important life goals that we always talk about. So again, today it is a Tuesday, January 18th. So January is quickly speeding along. So I hope that you have all your plans, all your plans laid out for your goals and how you will achieve those goals at some point this year. So again, welcome to the program. Welcome aboard for another episode of Untapped Potential right here on TDN Radio. Uh, I hope that you're not one of the millions here in the U.S. who experience uh, bad weather conditions uh, this weekend down here in Georgia. We actually had some snow flurries, so it has been extremely cold the last few days. And with the exception of the kids, you know, the kids love the snow. With the exception of the kids, I think uh, we were all, all a little bit concerned with the snow falling down here in Georgia but we made the most out of it, enjoying some family time. So we have another great program for you this uh, this Tuesday. Uh, our guest today is going to be Miss Nadia Mills, and she has a very interesting company that she has started, so I'm sure you will find the information that she presents to us uh, very important and pertinent to your own life. And then for today, for our tip of the day, I thought we would go over to to the Queen of Talk herself, Miss Oprah Winfrey, as she tells us 10 minutes to start your day. So some advice and some important things to keep in mind as we start each and every day. And of course, you know, it is the Calypso season in Dominica, and we are playing our part in terms of getting the DJs employed for this carnival season. So you certainly want to stay tuned for after the interview to find out how we ensure that our Dominican DJs are not being left out in the cold for a third year. So they've been unemployed for two years now. And for the third year, I thought we would jump in and provide some opportunities to employ our DJ. So again, it is great to be back here with you for another episode of Untapped Potential. I hope that you're keeping well, you're keeping safe. You know, the Omicron virus is a variant of COVID-19 is still with us. So I hope that you're keeping safe and that you're keeping yourself protected from this unfortunate, uh, dreaded disease called COVID-19. So as we get the program off and running for the day, I want you to enjoy this particular number from trendsetter, Mr. Narin Murphy, aka the trendsetter Calypsonian, his brand new track for 2022, one of my favorites so far, a song entitled Figures. So enjoy this one from Narin Murphy, trendsetter, as we get the program up and running. Yes, sir. Dominican, a school Dominican. 
love poet schools, accounts, and mathematics. From young I had a love for figures, a love for numbers. The bigger, the bigger, more excitement it was for me. Love the figures big, 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 big. Value for my money. Don't like them small, 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 small. No challenge at all. Love the figures big, 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 big. The bigger the better, more time to calculate. Don't like them small, 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 small. It takes no effort working them out at all. But big, big, big. It's a man desire Once you can handle it Then tackle it Let me go now Bim bam 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 Bim bam 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 Way. I am a born Dominican An employed Dominican your loans officer at the NBD. My job entails working hard on figures, getting specific numbers. My clients smile when our figures show compatibility. Love the figures big, 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 big. Value for my money. Don't like them small, 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 small. Challenge at all. Love the figures big, 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 big. The bigger the better, set by the manager. Don't like them small, 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 small. It takes no effort working them out at all. But big, big, big is an accountant desire. Once you can handle it, then make a move on it. Here we go now. Bim bam 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 bim bam bam. Way. I am a born Dominican, son of a chief statistician. I'm the treasurer of the Calypso Association. Late in the nights, I'm working the figures. Total satisfaction To observer and others Can't ask me no financial question Love the figures big Big, big, big Value for my money Don't like them small Small, small, small No challenge at all Love the figures big Big, big, big The bigger the better Said President Observer Don't like them small Small, small, small It takes no effort Working them out at all But the figures The association desire Once we can handle it Then we will tackle it Love the figures big, 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 big Value for my money Don't like them small, 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 small No challenge at all Love the figures big, 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 big The bigger the better, more time to calculate Don't like them small, 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 small It takes no effort working them out at all But big, big, big my personal desire Once I can handle it Then I will jump on it Here we go now Bim bam 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 bim bam bam Hey! Big figures, big figures, big figures 
struggling to pay your bills? Has your income been impacted by COVID-19? Are you on track with securing your family's financial future? Let Badui Financial Services be your guide in this ever-changing world. From budgeting and finally eliminating your debt to protecting your income and leaving a financial legacy for your family. Badui Financial Services is your one-stop shop for securing your financial future. Give them a call today at 864-607-1361. That number again, 864-607-1361. Badui Financial Services, Integrity and Service is our commitment to you. Give them a call are, where you're from, growing up in St. Kitts. Tell oh. us about you. Okay, well, my name is Nadia Mills. I'm from St. Kitts originally, the Federation of St. Kitts and Nevis. I'm not forgetting my divisions. And um, I grew up on the island and I left at the time when I needed to go to college. Oh, so oh. As, as, as you, I went through the uh, Midwestern State Program that was uh, supporting scholars from the Caribbean at the time. So I studied, uh, I'm sorry? Go ahead, we're listening. Oh, okay. I studied uh, biology and psychology as an undergrad and it was my intention to go to medical school, but life has its way of changing course sometimes. And so I shifted over into doing physical therapy and actually physical therapy was much more in line with what I thought healthcare should be. And so I became a physical therapist and uh, later into my career now, I specialize in two areas. One is called lymphedema and the other one is pelvic floor health, which is what we're going to discuss today. Yes, absolutely. So, so what was it like growing up in St. Kitts? I grew up when you were number five out of um, five girls. No, actually I, I was the odd one. I had a okay. brother, sister, brother, sister. Ah. Okay, so what was that like for you? Well, I was the baby and quite honestly, I, I, I had the village experience because I am somewhat younger than my siblings and so they were old enough to take care of me growing up. So my eldest sister, Laverne, was always like a second mother to me. My eldest brother, Brian, was like a, a second father to me. And then my um, other brother and sister, Glenroy and Jason, you know, they were, they were all just, I was the baby. They just mm -hmm. took care of me, you know? So I, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so, so kind of just tell us about your journey into physical therapy, because I know that was not your initial field of study. So tell us about your journey into becoming a physical therapist, and you've been a physical therapist for the last 15 years, yes. if I'm correct? Yes, yes, 15 years, yeah. Well, like I said, when I left originally, the intention was to study medicine, because I can say back in my day, um, when you like science, you know, like the options were you're going to do be a lawyer, you're going to be a business person, or you're going to be a doctor. And so when I left home, I, I had a, a very significant interest in science and, and bodily function, I should say. And so I went into my undergrad as a pre-med, but I, I kind of looked at the process of medicine, the way it's practiced in general, and that didn't feel like me. I've mm -hmm. always been a person that believed that through good habits and through working with your body, you're able to heal yourself or to maintain your health. And so the medical model didn't fit with what I felt health or wellness, which is what everybody calls it now. It didn't fit my wellness model. And so fortunately, I had a really good advisor who said, why don't you look into physical therapy? And quite honestly, I didn't even know what that was at the time. Mm. Yeah, because like I said, we, we didn't have any physical therapists in St. Kitts. Right. And so I was able to go and absorb a, a, observe, sorry, a physical mm -hmm. therapist. And I said, yes, this is, what, this is what I think of when I think of health and wellness. And so once I finished my undergrad, I, I was luckily accepted into physical therapy at Texas Women's University. 
because mm-hmm. it is a very challenging program to get into, but I was accepted. And so I studied physical therapy and I've been practicing in a lot of different settings over time because I was, you know, I'm a little bit, of, I'm a generalist, you know, jack of all trades. I like mm-hmm. a little bit, I like to do a little bit of everything. And so I did several different settings, but I always came back to what, what we call manual therapy, the hands-on approach to things. So I like manipulating the body, correcting posture, correcting alignment. That always felt like my thing. Mm-hmm. And so I've been going down the road of manual therapy. And then a couple of years ago, um, I had a baby unexpectedly. <laughs> At age 40, I became pregnant unexpectedly because I had pretty much given up on the possibility that I, I would be able to have a child. And so I became pregnant at 40, had my baby. And unfortunately, I ran into some issues with giving birth because I was the, again, the naturalist. I'm like, I'm going to have this baby. I'm not okay. going to have a dura. I'm just going to, you know, women have been doing this for thousands we, we, we all think about that initially. I promise you, I did too. <laughs> oh. So that was, that was my goal. I was like, I was going to have a natural birth, no pain medicine or anything. And I did manage that, but there were some complications along the way. And in the end, I ended up having what we're going to discuss today, one form of pelvic floor dysfunction. So there was, there was some birth injuries that happened at the time that I gave birth. And so I ended up with some pelvic floor dysfunction afterwards. And even though I was familiar, because as a physical therapist, you have some idea about pelvic floor function. Even though I was familiar with it, it isn't until I had to go through it myself that I realized the depth of of the field. And from there, I went on to study, specialize in pelvic floor health myself. And I have really found that to be my niche. That is my passion now. And so that's why I'm here with you today. (laughs) Yes, yes. Now I know before we even get into the pelvic um, floor health, which is so important, I also know that you are interested in another area as well. So I want to leave no stone unturned. Uh When we're, when we're speaking to our experts and we're speaking to people who can potentially help those in our audience with a particular issue. So you also specialize in lymphedema. So tell us a little bit about what that is and what you do in that area. Okay. So the, the two specialties that I have come into are somewhat obscure, but very, very um, present in everyday life. And people just don't really know what it is. So most people know lymphedema from breast cancer interventions. So what lymphedema is, it's a swelling that happens usually after breast cancer surgery, when they remove lymph nodes from the axilla, the armpit of the the person who's had the surgery. And that interferes with your body's ability to reabsorb what's called lymph fluid. And so over time, the person develops progressive swelling, usually in the arm. But sometimes it could be also in the chest, on the breast, in the, um, into the abdomen. And, um, a lot of times doctors will prescribe, well, doctors that know lymphedema wouldn't do this, but a lot of times, uh, doctors prescribe diuretics for swelling and diuretics do not get rid of lymphatic swelling. So there's a a specific technique or protocol that we use to help to get rid of lymphedema swelling. The other thing to that is breast cancer surgery, uh, breast cancer interventions are not the only way that people end up with lymphedema. Uh, When I was a child, I could remember seeing people that had a swollen leg, one one regular leg. And my mom works at the hospital. And so I was always kind of around and wondering, okay, you know, what's going on? Why are these people having one side swollen and one, one side's not swollen? And a lot of times these people had wounds also. So that is also lymphedema. So a lot of people can get lower extremity lymphedema. It could be due to poor circulation. It could also be due to some sort of injury that damages the lymphatic system. So these these are the two things that I have really gotten a passion about because one, I saw it growing up and people didn't know what it was. And also people don't know that there are things that can help. And so that's the, the big thing. I'm, I'm trying to get the word out there that there is help for these things. Yes, yes. And I'm so happy that you reached out to me to say, you know, let's have this conversation because you said the word 
pelvic floor. And I was like, huh, what floor? <laughs> you mean the floor in, in my house? What part of my house is the pelvic floor? <laughs> so I'm so happy that you reached out to me. But before we even talk about what we're really here to talk about, I want to acknowledge everyone who's joining us via Facebook Live. So we have Eileen Skinner uh, Corzon. She is amazing. She's speaking about you, Nadia. Uh, she is amazing. Oh my, the comments are coming in so quickly, Nadia. I, I just missed it. She's amazing. Best clinician I have ever worked with. Julie Polido is on the live. Hi, always pleased to listen to you. Learning session. It's going to be a learning session indeed. And Eileen says she's from Sunset, Texas, USA. And let's see, Ariane says pelvic floor. A chi chakra, a woman's powerhouse. I think that is a wonderful way to put it. So thank you, Ariane Perriman. Sabria Senhouse, my sister-in-law is here. I just call her my sister. She was about to tag Ariane, but she showed up. Uh, I'm going to mispronounce this name, so my apologies. Quickie. Thank you for being oh, here. No oh, yes, yeah. knowledge is power. Thank you for being here. Eileen, you are such a great teacher. Very good presentation. Uh, Terrell, I, I think he tagged someone. And Judith Ray is here as well. So thank you, everyone, who are joining us via Facebook Live. Tanya says Nadia is a phenomenal therapist. She is great. So lots of support coming in for you already, Nadia. Yeah, yeah. So thank you everyone who's joining us on the Facebook Live this evening. So what is our pelvic floor? Nadia, take it away. Well, I'm glad you asked. So, well, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the big picture and hopefully it will help you to understand the importance of it. So the pelvic floor is part of your core, right? Everybody knows this word core. You know, everybody does their sit-ups and the crunches and stuff because they're working on the core. And so, unfortunately, we mistakenly think that the core is just the front of our abdomen. So, you know, we're working on the, the abdominal muscles. The core actually is the entire mass of muscles that pretty much start from the bottom of your, your rib cage down to your pelvis. And it has sides. I like to think of it like a box, okay? So the top of the box is the diaphragm. That's your breathing muscle. The back of the box are your back muscles. The side are your oblique abdominal muscles. The front is your rectus abdominis. That's the one, the six pack that everybody tries to get. And there's also another muscle that kind of encompasses the whole thing called the transverse abdominis. Don't worry about the names, you know, don't, don't get caught up in that, but just understand that these are the parts of what makes up your core. The bottom of your box, that's your pelvic floor, okay? So until something happens to it, we don't even know that it's there or really what it does. But it is a group of muscles that help with a couple of things. In terms of the core, it helps to support. So from the bottom, the box, it's supporting everything that's on top of it. So on top of it, you have your intestines, you have your bladder, you have your sexual organs, you have your rectum, your anus. So your, your pelvic floor is that bottom that holds everything up and inside. The other thing is it helps with um, supporting your hips. So that's why it's like the pelvis is just such an amazing thing. Most of your muscles in your body attach to the pelvis in some way, okay? The only muscle groups that don't attach to the pelvis directly are below your knee. So anything above your knee up to your head, has a connection to the pelvis. So it is very important, mm -hmm. okay? So I said the pelvic floor, it's the, the muscles that sit at the bottom, holds everything up, also stabilizes your pelvis when you're moving. So when you're walking, when you're standing, when you're sitting, when you're running, anything that you're doing, your pelvic floor is activating to help stabilize pelvic movement. Um, I'm gonna just show you my pelvic model for a minute. Again, don't get, don't get caught up in the anatomy and stuff is just to kind of give you a visual because I'm a very visual learner. So if you're looking at the pelvis, this is the front of the pelvis. That's the bone that you can feel when you touch just below your belly button, okay? That's the front of the pelvis. On the back, you have your spine, you have your sacrum. So that's the flat part that you feel like if you try to touch your, your bottom in between your cheeks, this is the flat part that you feel. And then you have your hip bones on the side. Now, where my little fingers are inside the model, that's where your leg bones or your femurs would be. I'm trying to, there we go. So 
Right now, my arms are my legs, okay? The pelvic floor is this set of muscles right under here. Okay, you follow it? Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so this is a female model. This is a, a model of a person born with a vagina. So guys, don't get scared and don't run away because there's important information for you also. And so this is the pelvic floor. This is what it looks like from the exterior, okay? It's made up of three layers of muscles. So the one, the outer layer is the one that we're most familiar with because if you don't want to pee, you can kind of squeeze and prevent urination from happening. If you don't want to pass gas, if you don't want to have a bowel movement, you can kind of squeeze and hold things in. And also for females, if, sometimes, if you're not interested in having anything enter into your vagina, you can also kind of squeeze and um, resist entry in a way. So pelvic floor dysfunction happens now when these muscles are not able to fully do their job. So they, they can't prevent the leakage of urine or they can't prevent the leakage of stools or there might be some dysfunction with the vagina or also your, your, your sexual organs. So your, your uterus, you know, you might have problems with uh, supporting your uterus because these muscles are weak. Very well said. Very well said, um, Nadia. Thank you for those explanations. Now, you talk about injury as one of the reasons that creates a problem with the pelvic floor. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? You talk about childbirth and what are the other things that may potentially cause some problems with that um, area of our body? Okay. And again, so this is not just about women. So I'll start with that because that is like the major clientele. So for a lot of women, childbirth is a very challenging and traumatic experience. It's like your body is going through a, a marathon in the, in the time that you're going through labor and you're pushing this baby out, okay? So sometimes the muscles down there, well, <laughs> I said down there. <laughs> uh, that's what we call it. <laughs> Sometimes the muscles, they, they get damaged, you know, in, in having the child pass through the pelvic floor muscles because that's what it has to do. It has to come through the muscles of the pelvic floor in order to, to be born. So that in itself, that causes some direct trauma. So a lot of times women after childbirth, they may, or even sometimes during pregnancy, they may have issues with leakage, um, incontinence, right? So they're not able to hold their urine in. In pregnancy, it usually happens because as your abdomen grows, you have a baby inside of your body. Like I said, the pelvic floor is that bottom where everything sits on top of. And so as the child is growing and you're, you're getting a larger abdomen and your uterus is growing, you're putting pressure on the pelvic floor. And if it's not strong enough to support that weight, sometimes you might leak. Okay. Uh, giving birth, you may have tears. Sometimes the, the force of the contractions causes tears in the pelvic floor or even just the amount of force causes excessive stretching. And so afterwards, the muscles take a while before they can really get back to their normal level of function. And sometimes you need intervention to help with that, okay? So that's with the birthing. The other thing that people may not realize is that we also traumatize our pelvic floor with um, poor toileting habits. Mm. Oh, so this is a big one I want people to know about. So a lot of times people have issues with constipation. And so when you're constipated, you tend to force and you try to push. And so all that pushing and forcing also stretches and weakens the pelvic floor muscles. Okay. Also, sometimes when we go to the bathroom to urinate, we tend to push and force. So like we're in a rush. Toileting should actually be a very relaxed experience. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and for many people, it's not. And so in, in poor habits, we tend to strain the pelvic floor. The other thing that people are not aware of, many of us, which is the majority of the Western world, we have poor toileting posture. We're sitting wrong on the toilet. How we know? How should we sit on the toilet, Nadia? We're learning so much this evening. And that's what I'm telling you. It's like, this is one of the big ones. And so I want all of you guys to try this the next time you go to the bathroom. Um, when, you're, when you see a toddler before they're potty trained, what do you usually see them doing when they want to have a bowel movement? Squat. They squat, right. So squatting really is the ideal posture when you're trying to relieve yourself. Mm. But now we have these nice fancy toilets and we sit and- you Sit know, tall. We, sit we, call it, we call it our throne. 
Yes. So we're sitting there and we're not realizing that we're not putting our body in an ideal position in order mm -hmm. to evacuate. So there's this big thing now that, um, well, I mean, again, if you're not really versed with the situation, the um, squatty potty. Yes. Have you heard of that? Yes, and Agnes, Agnes, you're right. I'm checking the comments on Facebook. Agnes, you're right. The foot, the foot uh, tool, like a stool uh, under your feet. Yes, I've right. heard of it. Right. Yeah. So because mm -hmm. we have these high toilets now, we now have some. We need to put something down below the toilet so that our knees are sitting above our hips, so mm -hmm. that we tilt our pelvis in the right position to allow it to relax, so that we can, you know, defecate mm -hmm. properly. Mm -hmm. Okay. So again, until it's a problem, it's not a problem. So most of us get away with it. But I want you guys to try it tonight, okay? Or try yes. it the next time you go to the bathroom and see if it seems easier. Because that's mm -hmm. one of the things that really, you do it and your pelvic floor relaxes and everything just does what it needs to do. Right. So that's one of the things. Um, the other thing, so I want to talk to my men now. Or not, not just men, but people who are involved with a lot of lifting and heavy, heavy lifting things. A lot of times body mechanics can also interfere with the pelvis because like i said the pelvic floor stabilizes your pelvis and if you're somebody your job that requires a lot of work or if you're a person who likes to work out a lot and you're doing like heavy weights if your body mechanics are not good sometimes you can put excessive strain on the pelvic floor on your back on your hips on your abdomen so all of these are your core muscles the other thing with heavy lifting I mentioned that the top of the core is your diaphragm. So a lot of times we have core breathing patterns as well. Okay. And so if we're not breathing correctly, we can build up a lot of tension and force in that core. And that can also put strain on our pelvic floor. So I'm telling you, Simone, there's, there's a lot. Yes, there is a lot, Nadia. And, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, why is this the first time we're hearing all this information? I'm so happy you reached out to me and I'm so happy we have this platform to share this information. But let's talk about, before we get to therapy, are there any preventative measures, any way we can maintain the health of our pe pelvic floor? Yes, there is. There is. So like I, like I was talking about, so proper mechanics when you're going to the bathroom, okay? Mm -hmm. um, proper body mechanics when you're moving. So if you, if you are, like I say, if you're an exercise person or if you're a heavy lifting person, and like I said, even just in general, I notice people, they bend over and they pick something up, they never bend their knees, mm -hmm. right? So a lot of times you're using your back and you're straining your back. When you're, when you're bending over, you're really supposed to bend your knees. and Bend your knees. Your legs, right? right? You always hear that, lift with your legs, not with your back. But people just kind of, fling themselves over and pick something up. And so you see that everywhere, poor body mechanics everywhere. And then back pain, that's a that's an epidemic in itself. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of people end up having back pain and it's because of the poor mechanics. Um, just right now, just learning the fact that you have a pelvic floor and learning about what it does. Yes. And also- And just being mindful of it because I think we're not mindful because for example, you speak of bending over to pick something up and you might think, well, I might strain my back if I don't bend my knees, but you never think, oh, I might strain my pelvic floor right. if I'm not lifting things correctly, if I'm not bending my knees. So it's just about raising awareness and that is what we're doing this evening. We're raising awareness that this is literally the part of your body that supports everything from yeah. you know beyond your legs up so it is so important to be aware of it and to know how to keep it healthy yes yeah like absolutely said, most of us it functions well you know mm -hmm. or if something happens so that's the other thing like if you have a back injury you don't think of other parts you have a back injury mm -hmm. but your back injury could potentially stem from like i said a weak pelvic floor weak abdominal muscles, weak hip muscles. So everything, your body doesn't work in single parts. Your body works in concert with each, which, each part that's moving, right? Mm -hmm. There's a synergy that happens in your body. Right. So it's important to understand how everything works together. So. Absolutely. And now before we talk about getting to the point where you need therapy, are there some basic tips that we can use um, just to make sure we're keeping that area in tune. I've heard some exercises and we're going to be very uh, gentle about the way we explain those exercises. 
I wrote some, some exercises that we can use to maintain the health of that area. So I want you to explain in your professional ability those exercises we can use for those particular areas. And I just want everyone to know that I am seeing your comments on Facebook and I will take them in a little while. So keep the comments coming, keep the questions coming as well. Mm. Well, before we get to the exercises, the other thing I want to add, um, diet and habits. So toileting mm -hmm. habits. So this is a big thing. Um, we need to make sure that we're hydrated. Okay. A lot of people don't drink water. Some people, you know, they drink plenty of water. Other people don't. So it's very important to stay hydrated to have proper urine flow. Also having good amounts of fiber in your diet so that you have a good um, stool formation so that it's easy to pass. Like mm -hmm. I said, constipation is a big thing that people deal with all the time. And some mechanical changes like the way that you go to the bathroom or some diet changes and also exercise can really help. And when I say exercise, I mean exercise in general, just kind of moving your body can help with that. So now here's the other thing. You, you were asking, you were uh, talking about exercises for the pelvic floor. So everybody yes. says Kegels, right? Yes. Most people do Kegels wrong. <laughs> oh, help us, Nadia, please help us. So, okay, so I have, I want you guys to try something. Mm -hmm. okay? So we know where the pelvic floor is now, right? The muscles between your legs, right? Right in here. So what I want you to do while you're sitting there, mm -hmm. I want you to try contracting those muscles. Right. right. Squeeze and hold for 10 seconds if you can. Mm -hmm. And then relax. Okay. Mm -hmm. What did you feel? Like in terms of what muscles contracted or what area of your body was involved? Did you in the area that? that's supposed to contract. Okay, perfect. <laughs> did anybody else? Did anybody else try it? I hope you did. And I'm seeing Randy G. I wonder if that's Randy Glean from um, MSU. I hope it is. If it is, we have to give him a special shout out because he's the one responsible for all of us being at MSU. Yes. So if that's Randy Glean, yes. and if it's not, then Randy G, welcome to the program. <laughs> Go ahead, um, Nadia. So when I ask people to do that, and so if I have the opportunity of looking at them, I can see they contract their abdominal muscles. I can see them contract their thigh muscles. I might see them squeeze their glutes. So when you contract your pelvic floor, you're not supposed to see anything else move. Mm. The muscles, you should be able, when you feel it, it's, it's usually an up and inward motion. So mm -hmm. you feel like a little lift. Because again, that's what it does. It lifts everything. But if you're not familiar with connecting to that part of your body, you're going to connect to everything else around. Because you are accustomed. You know how to pull your stomach in. You know how to activate mm. your thighs. You know how to squeeze your glutes. And so your body will go to what it knows. Okay. So one of the most important things is to first just learn how to connect with that area. And it's quite unfortunate that this whole area is so taboo in our culture. Absolutely. And it does so many important things other than what we automatically think about when mm -hmm. we think of down there. Right. Yeah. There's so many more important things. And uh, my, my goal really is to help people improve the quality of life. And also, like I said, it's part of your body. Like somebody talked about the chakra. If yes. you're into Eastern medicine, the root chakra, that is your source of power. Mm -hmm. You know, that's your power center. And most of us, we are, we are taught to be ashamed of down there. Yes, yes, and not talk about it at all. Not talk about it, right. Mm -hmm. And so it does play into our mental health as well, because like I say, every, like, I'm amazed at the response that I got when I was telling people that we were going to do this, because it's needed. But if we didn't decide to do this, everybody would be like, shh, 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 shh. Yeah. Nobody and suffer that. And suffer in silence. And suffer in silence, right. Mm -hmm. So it is a very amazing part of you that when you can connect with it and separate it, from the sexual aspect of it. It's so important to your overall health and well-being. Absolutely, very well said. And now, when should we seek therapy, Nadia? How do we know that we have a problem and we need to seek therapy? What symptoms should we be looking out for that says it's time to get some help with this issue? Okay. All right, so like I said, mostly you would find that people have issues with incontinence, which is leak mm -hmm. in urine. And so there are different types of incontinence. And um, I want to also point out, 
stress has a significant factor on, on one aspect of incontinence that I'd like to talk about. But the big one is called, well, funny enough, it's called stress-induced incontinence, but it's not a mental stress, it's a physical stress. So that's the incontinence when if you sneeze or laugh or jump or cough, you might leak a little bit of urine, okay? So when, you're, when your body is going through a forceful contraction, your pelvic floor is not able to maintain its closure to keep everything in. So that's called stress-induced incontinence. So a lot of times you hear people say, I laugh so much, I almost pee myself, <laughs> right? So I, that's what I'm saying. It's like, we, we hear this in our, in our community and we don't realize what it is. Mm -hmm. So if you do have issues with sneezing, coughing, jumping, running, anything that puts stress on your body, it's a good time to start talking to a pelvic floor therapist to kind of help you with getting those muscles activated so that you can control that. Because the problem is it might start off little, you know, it might not be major, but with time, if you're not connected to this part of your body, you're not strengthening it and you're not conditioning it, as you get older, it can become worse. Okay, so that's stress-induced incontinence. The other one, um, what I found right now with COVID, a lot of people are having what's called urgency and frequency. Okay, so that's when you feel like you have to keep going to the bathroom all the time. You know, like every 10 minutes, every 15 minutes, every hour or so, you feel like you have to go to the bathroom. And when you get there, it's not like you're really doing anything. <laughs> but your nervous system is so over overreactive that one of the places your stress shows up is in your, your bathroom habits. Okay. The other thing is urgency is like sometimes you're doing fine. And then all of a sudden you get the sudden urge that you have to go to the bathroom right now. And if you don't go right now, you might pee on yourself. So right now you have a lot of people who are dealing with that. And it's because of the increased stress levels with COVID. You know, we have uh, financial insecurities, we have health insecurities, and these things are weighing maybe not on the front of our mind or sometimes in the back of our mind. And one of, our, one of the ways our body deals with it is in doing things like urgency. The other thing is, again, bad habits with what we call the just-in-case peeing. And mostly women have this problem. You leave in the house, you say, okay, let me go to the bathroom just in case. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep, we all do. Let me go just in case. Right? Mm -hmm. And so you're starting to empty your bladder before it really needs to be emptied or before it's full. And then when there's certain stresses in your life, your, your body just starts doing it on its own. Mm. Right? So while you are doing it consciously, your body takes it on as a habit and starts doing it subconsciously. Interesting. Yes. Mm -hmm. so, yes. Yeah, so, so I also want us to look at pre-COVID, what therapy entailed, as well as how you've had to pivot, because this is certainly physical therapy is a very hands-on approach. So I want us to talk about pre-COVID, what therapy entailed, and now because of COVID, how you've had to pivot your business. But before we do so, let's continue to acknowledge everyone on the Facebook Live. And thank you, everyone, for sharing the live. I can see a, a, quite a few people they are tagging folks to come on over and join the conversation. So thank you for doing so. Uh, we have Agnes, who says, good topic tonight. Uh, Eileen, who says, can't jump because issues too. Good. Let's see. We have Ariane who says Caribbean women do a lot of heavy lifting, carrying them picnics. <laughs> okay. Anyway, if anyone who doesn't understand, she means carrying children. Whilst being pregnant with one, also runners and other athletes need to practice strengthening their pelvic floor. So thank you so much for saying so. Eileen, should you hold your breath, your breath when exerting? No. <laughs> So okay. let me talk about that. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're talking about. Um, pressure, I, I probably didn't say it, but so let me, let me give a little explanation. So when I said your core is this box, right? So that's from your rib cage all the way down to your pelvis. Pressure is really what you use to stabilize yourself. So when you're contracting these muscles, you're, you're using pressure. The only bony structure that you have in your core is your spine. And that is a very small part of the whole thing. 
And so what you're doing is you're contracting these muscles to really get a solid foundation for the rest of your body to move. So when you activate your core, you're stabilizing your trunk so that you can move your arms, you can move your legs, you can do whatever. When you hold your breath, some, and you, when you hold your breath and you're doing a movement, or let's say you're lifting something, you're adding tension into the system by that extra weight that you're putting on, plus you've closed everything in that core where you've built up a lot of tension. So when usually when we're helping people, like we're doing something strenuous, we say you have to breathe out when you're doing something strenuous. And I'd say like, for example, when you see, when you're playing, somebody playing tennis on TV, you hear them making, oh, Oh. Yes, yes. Sometimes it's a little bit much if you ask me. <laughs> but what they're doing is they're generating force and by doing that out of the they're releasing some of the pressure. So yeah, so if you're doing lifting or moving or even anything strenuous, you, you really should be coordinating your breath with what you're doing. So you really mm -hmm. should be breathing out when you're doing something strenuous. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for that. Agnes says, when I drink a lot of water, my body flows much better. Yes, absolutely. Agnes. Let's you see who are else listening we have. To Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. If you live in Canada, the US, and the UK and are looking for Dominica products, including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts, and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop on buydominicaonline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on buydominicaonline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to buydominicaonline.com and enjoy home away from home. There's a bigger dream waiting for you, just waiting for you to step into it. Everything you try to do is already done. So when I figured that out, oh, what I'm putting out is what's coming back. Let me get real clear about what it is I'm putting out, real clear. So I read a book about 1989 called Seed of the Soul. And in that book, Gary Zukav talked about the laws of karma, of the laws of cause and effect, the third law of motion. And in that book, he talked about how intention, your intention is always one with the law, meaning before you even think about a thing, you have an intention for the thing. And that the intention is going to determine the outcome. That's why the same people can go to the same church service and somebody walk down the aisle just to be seen to put some money in the church. And somebody else who just goes and just has a little bit to offer. The intention with which you give, the intention with which you serve, determines the outcome. So when I figured that out, I went, whoa. I changed everything I did on my show. I called in the producers and I said, from this day forward, I will no longer be speaking to the KKK. I will no longer be speaking to people who are fighting each other in a way that it is damaging to the character of myself and other people who watch. From this day forward, I am only going to do intentional television. So it is my intention, my intention to fulfill the dream of the creator. It is my intention to live to the highest calling and be pressed to the mark of the highest calling that I have come to do. And when you can ask the creator, ask that which made you you, what is your dream for me? I guarantee you, instead of you trying to define the dream, what is your dream for me? If you're able to lean into the dream 
that the universe and all the forces of 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 light and love and power and grace by all the names that we call God has for you nobody can touch you every single day I would have a pre-show meeting and have the producers come in and state to me what is your intention how do we want to use whoever is on this show whatever is happening on this show to serve the audience in a way that fulfills the mission of uplifting enlightening encouraging as well as entertaining and if it doesn't do that then i can't do it there's a bigger dream waiting for you just waiting for you to step into it to step into it your life is big your life is huge and we spend so much time wanting to be in somebody else's life and you don't get honored you don't get revered you don't get celebrating wanting what somebody else has because that which created you divine intelligence that dreamed you from before your ancestors ever knew they would become your ancestors that which dreamed the seed of you wants you to know how special how wondrous how mysterious how complex how glorious how phenomenal you are and you get no credit messing in somebody else's territory or trying to have power over something you have no control another one of my favorite teachings is the wizard of oz when the witch, wicked witch of the west says go away from here because you don't have any power here you have no power in any territory other than your own oh but you are the master of that you get to be the master of your own fate. You get to be the captain of your own soul. And if you just manage that, if you just took care of your territory, oh, the glorious, 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 wondrous, wondrous opportunities and possibilities that are waiting for you. So the question is, what are you resisting? What are you pushing against? What are you not allowing? What are you blocking? Because you have this idea of who and what you're supposed to be instead of leaning into the dream that's already been created and waiting for you. It's waiting for you. And the second, I mean, it doesn't, it's an instant thing. It's a shift in the way you see yourself and the power from which you have come. I went through some tough times after, after I left the Oprah show. I made a conscious decision that when I felt I had said all that I could say and the audience had heard it, that I would move on and that I would not spend my life regretting or trying to hold on to what used to be or hold on to what I had. So I dreamed this dream of starting a network. And in the beginning, it was, it was a struggle. It was a struggle because I didn't, I, honest to goodness, I did not know what I was doing. I was trying to figure it out. I was trying to figure it out. I thought that the Oprah show audience would follow us to own. And then I realized y'all didn't have cable. And if you had cable, you did not have the own package. So, so it took me a minute. And unlike most people who you get to have your mistakes in private, some don't go right in your life, you get to sulk about it in private. If I make a mistake, it's on the CNN crawl or the CNN news. So when I was in the climb and there were so many wonderful owners, I see Churl Action Jackson here. There were so many wonderful owners, people who said, oh, we're gonna stand with you. We're gonna stand by you. Thank you, Roland Martin. There were so many people who said, listen, we believe that this can happen. So I dreamed the dream 
along with Tyler Perry, who was my friend who came to me and said, Tyler, Tyler said, I'm gonna help you out because Tyler can go home and write a script and direct it, produce it and shoot it and do it for less money than anybody in Hollywood. So we started with the foundation of have and have nots. If loving you is wrong, love thy neighbor, Mama Hattie. And then I started to dream another dream about scripted television, because in the beginning I was told you couldn't do it. You couldn't do it, didn't have enough money to do it. And I dreamed the dream. I read Proverbs 11:28 that says, those who trust in their riches will fall, but the righteous will rise and thrive like a green leaf. first to say that I simply got goosebumps from listening to that information from Oprah Winfrey, such uh, relevant information. And you know, oftentimes I find myself thinking, this is information we know, right? This is not new information, but it is so important to receive the reminders of how important information like this is that I am happy that we have an opportunity, a platform right here on TDN Radio to be able to bring you this inspirational reminders, as I will call them, because they're not new. So they're inspirational reminders of the important life work that we have to do and just have this opportunity to, to come together each and every Tuesday to stay motivated on these important life goals. So speaking of life goals and the important work that we're doing, I hope that you had the opportunity to join us for the very first Dominica Virtual Carnival 2022, which we held on Tuesday, on Saturday, last Saturday from 8 p.m. Dominica time. We had our first Dominica Virtual Carnival 2022, and it went off without a hitch. DJ Rio 767 was wonderful. We had a great crowd of people on Facebook as well as on Q95, the big station in Dominica, just enjoying the music and enjoying the togetherness. So we are continuing again this Saturday. We're hoping to have Ignition Band, a booyah band out of Dominica, as we continue to not only employ our DJs and entertainers, but give them the exposure. Some of them are just needing that exposure to get to the next level. So we are happy to have the opportunity to do so. And we continue to thank our sponsors. You know, we had a number of sponsors come on board, but especially our um, headline sponsors for the event, TDN Radio, of course, for providing the technology and, uh, you know, the graphics for the program Q95 for the promotional opportunities and the ability to stream live on Q95. And of course, Houston Creole Music Festival, Houston Afro Creole Music Festival for providing the platform. So I always think this is what can happen when we come together, when we unite uh, for one cause, for one purpose. We are so much more stronger and more powerful together. So I want to thank you if you were able to enjoy Enjoy our time together. Don't forget, if you missed it, there's still an opportunity to enjoy the Dominica Virtual Carnival 2022 by visiting Facebook or YouTube. And you can simply look up Push Past 10, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T, the number 10 on YouTube and Facebook. So you too can enjoy what we're doing for Carnival 2022. So again, we'll continue this Saturday. So I hope that you will join us on Facebook, YouTube, or Q95. And speaking of which, of course, we have a featured video for you this week, and the featured video will also be the carnival. So uh, pushpast10.com. So lots of opportunities to take a look at what we did last Saturday. So again, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-D, the number 10.com to enjoy the Dominica uh, Virtual Carnival from last Saturday. And 
also, while you're there, don't forget to check out any missed episodes, any episodes you may have missed of Untapped Potential. So you can simply click on the past episodes of Untapped Potential and you'll be able to check out all the episodes, all the prior episodes of Untapped Potential. So it is always wonderful to be here with you each and every Tuesday right here on TDN Radio for another episode of Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. I look forward to being in your company each and every Tuesday. So what do you say? Let's do it again next week, same time, same place, right here on TDN Radio. So until then, don't forget your life story is your strength. The challenges you face today uh, the challenges you faced in the past have prepared you for the challenges that you face today. So remember to stay positive, stay strong, stay engaged, and stay active. And remember to tap into your potential each and every day. So until we meet next time, uh, next week, same time, same place, I wish you a wonderful day. Oh, 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 yeah. Dominica, it's here! Pushpas 10, Houston Afro Creole Music Festival, Q95 FM and TDN Radio presents Dominica's Virtual Carnival 2022. That's right, Dominica's Virtual Carnival 2022. Live music, Zoom dancers, past carnivals t-shirt and costume competitions, and so much more. Every Saturday from January 15th, 2022, 8pm to 9pm. Catch the events live on YouTube and Facebook at Push Past 10. Also on the Houston Afro Creole Music Festival streaming platforms and live on Q95, the big station. Join the movement as we embrace the virtual world and get our DJs and entertainers back to work. Building our virtual industries, one live one share and one donation at a time. Dominica's Virtual Carnival 2022 brought to you by Push Pass 10, Houston Afro Creole Music Festival, Q95 The Big Station and TDN Radio from Saturday, January 15th, 8pm to 9pm. Live on YouTube, Facebook and Q95 The Big Station. Don't miss it!